0: Welcome back to the Troubleshooting Like Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Poston, with my co-host, Jay Peters, where we talk about various topics, sharing our experiences on life and finance. Hey, Jay, what's up? Good morning. What's
1: going on, man? Morning, morning. Yeah. It's not a, not a pleasant morning, but it's a
0: morning. <laughs> yeah, time change got us. <laughs>
1: got us bad, man. <laughs> yeah, man. How was your week? I it actually wasn't too bad. It was pretty busy. You know, we had a bunch of people in the office this week, so uh and then working different places was very helpful friday was kind of rough but you know yeah it was yeah, I mean,
0: yeah i'm telling you if i yeah i, w- I definitely would have stayed but yeah, you know Uh well, you know that's uh, yeah whatever we'll we'll work that out so we can make I sure know. that doesn't happen again so <laughs> no.
1: and then i had a drill yesterday too so yeah
0: yeah that's yeah now that could get tough yeah because uh, yeah drill really is the early mornings i think once you get going it's it's not as hard it's not that bad with, yeah. you, with that getting up in the morning to go do whatever they you know you need to do yeah. that's, that's the rough part
1: <laughs> i think it's just like the mindset change right because you know when you're in uniform it's definitely different when you're out of uniform yeah right so like i'm not saying my level of respect goes up or anything but <laughs> but it, it changes right i have to respect people because of their rank or whatever it is, right? And I'm not a big fan of uh, providing respect to people just because they have, like, something on their chest, right? So, but yeah, yeah.
0: No, no, it, no that's <laughs> it, it's definitely a difference. Yeah, my for some reason, yeah, my mind does change, especially back since I was, like, active duty for a good little while. My mind, when it's time to drill, it starts to turn back to active duty. But then once mm. I get there, I have to realize, no, I'm in the reserves now, and I have to, like, calm it down or... Just yeah. kind of be more relaxed about it, but yeah. I still, I'm very punctual when it comes to, yeah. you know, when it comes to uh, stuff that deals with military uh, yeah. versus like, you know, it seems like civilian, you could be punctual. Uh, everybody appreciates, but it's not the same, you know? No, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. No. What about uh, you, man? How was your week? Uh, it was, you know, it was it was good. Uh, I, I'll say I definitely uh, was tired at the end of it. Uh, yeah, we, no doubt. yeah Yeah. Like you said, we had a lot going on in the office and
1: yeah wife and kids
0: yeah they that they they, yeah they're doing all right uh now they're out for well the kids are out for spring break yeah. Oh, that's right. yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah i might be you know trying to figure out what i need to do early so i can kind of spend a little time with them or yeah 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 because yeah, they'll drive the wife crazy <laughs> <laughs> no doubt yeah yeah all in all yes uh good week everybody's doing good we can't pass by too quick i'll say that <laughs> No
1: doubt.
0: <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, so yeah, your uh, goals. Uh, you got any update on your goals, or you just uh, you, yeah, you start yeah, a yeah. new one?
1: <laughs> yeah, I got I got a bunch of goals, but but the yeah. one I, but the one I'm putting out on the podcast to keep me accountable, right, is um is getting a you know a property right or at least being on contract or within the option period of a property by the end of March. This past week, I put an offer on Friday to, for a, hey, this property, man, All right, so it's a duplex, right? It's going for 510. I put down, oh, I was going to put an offer in for 540. The next day, my realtor says that they're going to extend the deadline for submissions and that their current highest offer is 580, right? I'm like, all right, I might have to pull out of that one because 580 is a little <laughs> bit out there. Yeah. Like, but, and then there's uh, a few properties. So there's three similar properties, all selling for 475 each, all duplexes, right? But the person's also trying to sell the that three set uh, as a portfolio uh, for 1.4 million. Ooh. So, okay. and okay. they've already got an offer on the entire portfolio, <laughs> oh, and they've dang. got, uh, and they're possibly going to get an all cash offer today. We'll find out an all cash offer today for the entire portfolio, but. Yeah. Um, if they don't get the cash offer then i'm gonna i'm gonna put an offer on one of the the duplexes probably go about 500 maybe 525 but yeah it's crazy out here man
0: yeah yeah so we we might have to talk about that one after after this man because yeah you know if we we go in as a partner on that one we, we probably can seal that deal so yeah oh yeah. no 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 doubt. yeah yeah so, yeah, because uh yeah, if that cash offer uh doesn't go through, you know, they still want to do some type of financing, we can you know try to roll in with that. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. uh going going in as a portfolio would be a lot better. Uh you'll get more out of it. So yeah. I, I think that yeah, that might be a better, better option.
1: I don't know, but I'm like, dang, man, 1.4. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: 1.4 yeah, I know. It and it's crazy right now because of how everything is driven up, you know, like yeah. all the prices, everything. Obviously, we can see it with small things with inflation because like uh, gas, food, all the things are starting to go up.
1: (laughs) uh, (laughs) Yeah, that's that's not small anymore, man. Dude, (laughs) gas is over five bucks already. I was like, so my girl took my uh, car yesterday morning because I was getting ready for for drill and stuff. And she went to go grocery shopping real quick. And she went to go fill up my uh, tank. Dude, she said it was like 65 bucks. And I'm like, I drive a hybrid. What do you mean, sixty-five bucks? And I was like, this is why I got a hybrid. Oh,
0: yeah, like, no, no, it, it, it's it's starting to remind. Well, hopefully, we don't get like Switzerland. That was man. I'm telling you, I, I went to Switzerland, and everything was double the price. Jesus, so I'll say like if you something that was five dollars would be ten dollars. Like mm. literally, it, it, yeah, totally different there. Yeah.
1: Uh, oh, don't they also pour a lot of that into the. Into the people or into the economy? I don't know that. Well, for that fact, yeah, but. yeah,
0: See, yeah. That that part I don't know. I, you know, as a American American coming uh, to another country, yeah. especially I'm already living in one country, which was Germany,
1: yeah. And, yeah. Then,
0: and then I'm going to another country, and I'm like, Yo, this is more expensive than Germany. What's going <laughs> <Yeah>. on? <laughs>
1: I'm going back to Germany.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if we ever hit something like that, I know. The income, or yeah, the income would definitely would have to double also yeah. just to meet that demand, yeah. um, or and no think, one, no one would be able to afford anything. So yeah.
1: well, because I think Switzerland is also one of those ones where they have you universal health care, right? Yeah. And it's not like just garbage health care, right? They get pretty decent health care. So
0: I don't know. That might be a, a Europe thing in general because I know Germany was like like that where they take care hmm. of the people. Yeah. Like the, I think uh, Australia
1: is the same way too, man. They yeah. have universal healthcare. They just don't have universal dental.
0: Mm, okay. Yeah. See, I never looked into that deep. I just remember how when you work as, say, one of the, the smaller jobs, right? Like mm-hmm. as a server or whatever, right? Like your everyday mm-hmm. job. They're covered just like a person who's at a... a doctor. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah so like they, they, and they received an actual income. They didn't just work off tips.
1: Right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Yeah. Totally different over there. You know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I will say that like, uh, you know, going like overseas and going to different places, right? Like the, the service is totally different. Like, yeah. and I mean like different in a good way compared to, to America, like, cause it seems like, and this isn't all places. Right. But like when you go someplace in America, like any restaurant, like even say like cheesecake factory, right. It seems like, you know, they, they're like working for the tips, Right. Yeah. But when I go overseas, like they do it because they're of service, right? Because you're yeah. a customer, because you're a person, yeah. right? They're not looking to like, like like you said, shady or whatever it is, like anything in the background. Right. So I'm like, man, uh, it's just crazy. The culture change just just in like the smaller details. Yeah. Um, no, so. uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you should check out a uh, a McDonald's, man, our McDonald's yeah. compared to their McDonald's. Like, oh, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. Like totally different. Like uh, when we were in Germany. Like, they had one McDonald's set up, like, a cafe. Yeah, so, like, you go in there, you drink coffee, you relax. And, yeah. yeah, so, like, they treat it totally different. I I saw a worker one time cleaning, mm. and I've never seen any workers here in America clean the way she was cleaning. Like, <laughs> no doubt. Literally cleaned everything. Turned oh. tables upside down, cleaned the Hell bottom yeah. of the table. Yeah, like, I was like, yo, like, no one be able to stick gum under here, because she was, yeah. like, <laughs> she was she on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's uh, just a different you know uh level of standard right like yeah. that's just what they said and, and i actually have been to a, a mcdonald's outside of the states when i was in portugal and stuff and again i don't really remember it too often but yeah. it definitely was different i can tell you that like the the feeling there was yeah. different but what i actually remember the most different was the food right because it's not the it's not actually american like beef and all that other stuff that they get yeah. uh, here in the states right but in portugal but like it it just tasted better yeah. in a way because like it, it felt like because, you know, they have street food there, too. Right. And they have stuff like kind of like sandwiches or, or burgers and dude, that stuff was really good. But like even at McDonald's, it had like that, that good quality type stuff. I was like, heck, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, no, it's and some of those things. Yeah, I definitely would like to bring to America. That's why I would, you know, want my own restaurant, but I would mm. want to start out as a, you know, as a franchisee for, you know, mm. like, yeah, first to do mm. this, you know, so I can learn how everything is ran you mm. know in this industry whatever whatever restaurant i mean sorry whatever fast food restaurant it is mm. or so like just learn how they do things so you can uh, learn how to improve the quality over mm. time because yeah they treat things so, so like so much better like or or they just treat it differently you know mm. and i think we take for granted some of the things that we have over here because we have it you know it's definitely so, yeah it's easy and there they don't have that many fast food restaurants so and but here we have like, fast food restaurants everywhere. Yeah. You know? You yeah. might – you'll have them all on the same corner on multiple yeah. ones, you know? Oh,
1: well, even if they're, like – even if it's, like, say, fast food joints, it's not really, like, fast food because it's still, like – or it's not – I don't want to say franchise. What, what's the other word? It's, like, not mass-produced fast food. It's, like, oh, okay. made yeah. still where they're at, right? Because, right. like, they Mate's still order. Got- yeah yeah like they still got fried chicken they still got pizza they still got burgers but yeah. it's like they make it there like they, they're they not having all this frozen stuff come around right so it, yeah so it's definitely different
0: yeah so some some of those things like to bring that here i think would be pretty cool i think people were respect it yeah I, I think that people would probably change their mind about how restaurants should be treated or fast food yeah. restaurants be treated if they saw some of the the things that were in other countries
1: yeah you know? I agree. I think just exposing yourself to other cultures and how other cultures interact, yeah, you just like with, say with people like with their own people is just mind blowing or a shock to most people here. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. and uh, and I hate to say it that you know a lot of people don't travel. Like some people don't mm. make it out of outside of their city or outside of their town just to even yeah. see how, how someone else is living. I you know I think you know that might be a separate podcast right there, man. Yeah, like to yeah. just talk about that, you know.
1: No, <laughs> oh, it definitely will be because like eh, I don't want to cover it too much. Yeah, like you said, separate podcast. But no, I think that's one of the benefits of the military is getting you out of that comfort zone, getting you out of your own environment, yeah. and then exposing you to whether that's different cultures or or different areas of life. Yep. Our topic of
0: this week: Don't let anyone else invest more. More into you than you, yeah, yeah, yeah. and this uh, your topic, Jay, which is yes, a sir. pretty cool topic. So I yeah, like it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, so what this kind of came out from, man. So I was listening to uh, like a few podcasts, or maybe just listening to like some motivational audio, yeah. and they said this, right? They just like don't let anyone invest more into you than you, right? And what that means, and they kind of put it in a more tangible way that, like, say if you're in college or if you're in school, right? And a professor spends an hour instructing yeah. you and teaching you that yeah. you, you yourself should spend at least two hours, right? Or double what they did because yeah. if you don't, you're letting them pour more into you than you are doing for yourself, right? You're saying that that they value you more than you value yourself. So yeah. it's just this, this concept of not letting anyone, whether that's your boss, whether that's your family, your wife, whatever it is, um invest more time invest more money invest more energy than you will invest in yourself or or to them right because because if it's one not reciprocal and they see that you're not doing the same things for yourself it becomes some sort of like parasitic relationship right where they're giving you more than you're willing to put out and then you look like a parasite just there to take Right. And I've never wanted to be in the position to take. I've always wanted to be in the position to give to others. Right, And I never want anyone to think that I'm a I'm a taker. Right, I want to be a producer and I want to give others, whether that's respect, whether that's time, whether that's money, whatever is like an equivalent or something of greater value to them. Yeah. But like, what's your, and I know we were kind of talking about it uh, a little bit before, but kind of walk me through like your experience for that.
0: Well, I mean, I'll say on that one, I wish... I, you know, I had this podcast or someone in my life to tell me about the professor thing. If you're going to someone spends one hour and you then you need to spend two hours outside of that. And I mean, that's something I tell my my daughter, not necessarily in that way. Yeah. But when it uh comes to, all right, she's so between hmm. class, piano and uh, gymnastics, right? Hmm. So these things that they, that she's in, that she's spending time, she's spending maybe, you know, well, technically, you know, she spends a great deal of hours in class, right? So that means, you know, when she comes home and she has homework, sometimes you might have to do something a little outside of homework mm. just to make sure you're understanding it. Right. Right. I and agree. then. Yeah. And then like with our piano, I was like, you're you could push the class further along if you want to by actually taking the time practicing, mastering what you just learned from the teacher. So when you go to class next week, when she does it, when she sees that you're already picked up everything, hitting the notes properly without, you know, messing up. Now she's just going to push, push you along further. Right. Mm. You know, it's kind of like that, you know, you see, Oh, well, they're retaining it. Right. You know? Yeah. And I, I mean, I think that's showing appreciation to the, uh, mm. the person that's teaching you by retaining the information, by actually uh, doing a little bit more than what was given to you in, in the class. And that's mm. the same way I, I tell about gymnastics. Right. If you want to be a gymnast to me, I think, you know, because you you literally have to be a well-oiled machine, right. Mm. You, can, yes. you, got, you can't put crap in your body. And yeah. you have to constantly work out to make sure that you're strengthening up certain parts of your body to be able to handle yourself. Mm-hmm. And and I you know I tell my daughter this. I'm like, hey, you want to be a gymnast? You know, you, you got to put a little bit more time. So she yeah. just had to meet this this Saturday, right? So uh, yeah, I asked her. I walked up to the coach and asked him, hey, well, what should my daughter be doing? You know, outside of your your class? And then he was telling me, you know, core exercises, do some chin ups, do you know? Uh, what's that wrist strengthening exercise and ankle mm. tre- strengthening exercise and i was like then the, you know the reason why i gathered that information is because i'm gonna relay it to my daughter and i'm gonna go like hey this is what your coach said and this mm. will make you better because i was looking at the silver team because she's on the bronze team so i was looking mm. at the silver team and they're like they're already flipping you right and i'm like yeah. i was like you can be there you just need to go ahead and improve yourself outside right. of class you know so th- yeah that's that's more my ex- my experience on that
1: yeah, and going back to the coach thing, man. I, one of the other things I heard is that you know if coach has to tell you when to practice, then you're yeah. never gonna make it, right? Yeah. So like like yeah, like your professionals, right? Even your collegiate players, right? They made it there. Whether that's basketball, football, baseball, whatever sport you wanna yeah. you wanna inject there, they made it there. But they didn't just go to practice, right? They didn't just go to whatever practices was after school or anything. They also or when they were at home. They practice. They practice on the weekends. Right. They, they just kept practicing on that craft. Right. And it, it doesn't necessarily have to be sports. It could be anything else. Like you said, for academics. Right. For homework. Yeah. Right. You can do other things. Right. Like you can read on the off time. You can, uh, if you know, especially in the younger years, you can do your own math problems, whatever it is, or challenge yourself more. But yeah, no, I know I like that. Uh, the, the coaching concept as well.
0: Yeah, because I mean, you gotta think about it. Like the the time that someone is putting into you, right? You know, that's that's very valuable. So mm-hmm. if you're you're not taking doing your due diligence by taking it a little bit further, then you're wasting that that mentor, that coach, that that professor, or, you know, teacher, whoever it is, right? You're wasting their time by not putting a little bit extra into yourself. So, yeah. So that that yeah, that that's how I feel on that that situation
1: there, man. I agree, and I think a lot of people, right? They they expect and they accept handouts right and i'm not saying it's like if you're in need of help receive the help and but what i'm saying is that don't always expect handouts to be given to you right i think like especially with my generation right they they expect things right they have like um what is that that ego
0: i know what you're trying to say though you're you're basically saying uh i mean literally is what you just said it's expecting it right so it's like yeah I think it's a a privilege to them. There you go, yeah, a
1: privilege, entitlement. That's what I was going to say. entitlement. They feel like they are entitled to something just because they are in a specific position or um, whether that's a good or bad position, right? Like they expect something to happen because, you know, they don't have money, right? Give me a handout, right? And I think with, with Rona, right, with all these stimulus checks and with all these uh, different companies going to remote work. People are feel like they're entitled to do remote work, right? Yeah. People feel like they're entitled to free money from the government because that's what was set at the time. What I'm saying is that it's I'm not like I said don't I'm not saying not to take the handout if it is provided to you as equal as it is to everyone else. Then yes, take it. However, comma do <laughs> more than just that, right? Like don't always. Because if you're always going to expect a handout, you're never going to get anything more out of life, right? You're always going to get whatever that minimum or bare minimum is, right? Because you're you're now dependent on someone else doing something for you, right? You're dependent on someone else giving you food. You're dependent on someone else giving you money, right? You're never chasing after the money yourself or chasing after... Uh, the resources that you need to take care of yourself.
0: No, I, uh, that is something that uh, I, I believe in. Do not, I don't, you know, take the handout if you need the handout. It's totally, you know, totally different than just accepting it, right? Because uh, how I believe it is, you know, you help yourself first, right? Yeah. And then the help that you receive outside of that—that's a bonus because yeah. you you've already took the time to kind of look into what is needed and what mm-hmm. is expected. And eh? because if you you sit there and wait on the handout. I mean, yeah. If you don't make a plan outside of what's going on, then you're you're basically just going to keep accepting the handout. You're Mm. you're never going to make it out of that 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 rat race or make it out Mm. of that that certain situation. Yeah. So I was just thinking because when you're saying um, handouts, it made me think about other things too, like when it comes to your your finances, right? When you're Mm. too too reliant on something, right? And I, uh, and I know this is taking it away from where we're saying here, where you invest mm. more time into yourself, or I mean, more more someone else investing more time into you into you than you. But this, this is, goes along the line where you're 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 so dependent on whatever income, just so your job, right? Mm. In, in that sense, if you don't make plans to one day separate from that job, you mm. know, you're too dependent. You may never separate from that job. Correct. You know, regardless if you're going to retire or if you just hey I'm I'm only going to do ten years of this job. You don't make mm. plans outside of it where like hey I'm already creating. I'm planting these seeds to have income later on that doesn't require my employer to keep taking care of me. Mm. You know if you you make certain investments you or you want to change career fields altogether, right. Mm. You want to do something else. You gotta you gotta start planting the seeds and start you know working towards growing in another in another area. So that way mm. you're, you're you're not so reliant on that help from your job. Yes, you are giving away your time, which you mm-hmm. know you're, you're trading, but if you don't learn how to separate, then you're going to continue to give your time for that money. Yeah. So that, but, that, that made me think about that when you said saying uh, too reliant.
1: Yeah. Oh, and it literally it is the same thing, right? You are, it's a little bit, different in a way because you are receiving something that you are working towards yeah. and that you were that you are actually trading time for however like you said that reliance you are letting someone then invest more into you because then like they have control yeah over you right that that they know that they provide something that you probably couldn't get by yourself, right? Not yeah. saying that you couldn't get it from another company or whatever it is, but it's still an external entity that is providing you with income that you couldn't make your own income, right? Yeah. That you couldn't start your, say your own business, do your own investments, whatever it is. And in my opinion, that causes like a, a, a sense of uh, almost desperation, yeah. right? Because you're so reliant, right? You're so dependent on that uh company or entity to provide you with income that you can't do it yourself yeah yeah so no like no you, you, no, you no, no.
0: i will just agreeing what you did no that's true but
1: yeah so like yeah. so you act on this sense of desperation and and in my opinion it's it, it can become incredibly toxic it can become incredibly stressful mm-hmm. when you're only getting income from that one source and yeah. it's not from you right because yes you'll be working right Yes, you'll be doing as much as possible, but they have no no entitlement to you. Right. And you yep. have every dependency, every they're not dependent on you. Right. Yeah. They don't need you specifically. They can always find another person to replace your position. And, exactly. and I'm saying well, I'm not
0: saying they would know. do it. Right. 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 Yeah, right. right. Yeah. yeah.
1: But but it's still a possibility. Right. They yeah. They they put a position, but they didn't put your name on it. Right. They didn't create the position for you. Right. They put yeah. it out. They put it on a job posting. Right. They had the position somewhere and you, you applied for it. You got it. Right. However, yeah. however many people they interviewed, I'm sure one of those people could have taken the job as well. Right. Or someone else, some subsequent person could have taken that job. Right. So and that's what that's kind of still within the theme of what we're talking about.
0: And then, uh, you know, kind of bringing it back into, you know, how we were saying about, you know, investing, someone investing more time into you. Right. Some people might think that, say, you know, wasting you know, time, right. If you don't ask for the help, right. You know, mm. instead of, you know, cause my, my mentality is like, you know, let's try it first and then, okay. All right. I see how hard it is. I see what's, you know, what's needed. And now I know, right. So now when I get the help, now it's a bonus and now we're executing properly. Right. Yeah. Some people think that's wasting time. Cause they go like, Hey, maybe I should get the help first so I can spend my time elsewhere. Right. So then, you know, in this time, they're probably thinking more of the time, not as in, you know, not receiving those handouts. Mm. So, so i don't know how you think about that one what do you think about people thinking about that if it's, it's it's a waste of time not to uh get the help
1: i can see that i can relate to that very well right that <laughs> that you don't want to ask for help because you don't want to be a burden right and yeah. and not just a waste of time but like not just a waste of your time but it could also be a waste of their time right and i never yeah. want to be like i said i never want to be in the position to be a taker right i want to, or to be a receiver i want to be a giver or a producer right yeah. so even the smallest things right man like uh asking for advice right on something getting into a a group of people that already know yeah but you are either gonna like go out and do it yourself and figure it out there's a group of people that could have already given you that knowledge yeah right i'm not saying you shouldn't still experience it yourself but there are like things that could have connected a lot quicker yeah exactly yeah and and, and, in my opinion right like stuff like like rome right? Rome wasn't built in a day and it wasn't built with just one person, right? right. It, yep. it it took a collective of people. Granted, there, of course, there was a leader or a group of leaders that, that kind of started or architected it, but it wasn't just one person, right? So, and if you're trying to build your empire, your legacy, it's not just you that's going to have to help build it. Yeah. So to me, that's, it, it is a good, good point because I, I do that as well. Like I don't, try to seek help even though i know it will help me in general
0: yeah because I, I mean that can lead into the, the 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 next one right when a person doesn't have any type of investment in it they, they don't have a reason to stick around it's easy for right. them to quit
1: yeah it is it is and, and that's a that's another principle, man. Like when people wake up in the morning, they don't have anyone dependent on them. Right. And and I mean, I can say this because I don't really have kids. So technically, I'm no one is currently dependent on me as in I don't like I don't have kids. I don't have a wife, whatever yeah. it is. But I still put it into my mentality that there is someone in the future that my income relies on, right, That that the opportunities that I'm taking right now, they can take further opportunities. Right, whether that's in education, whether that's in in money or finances, whether that's in opportunities or exposure to different things, right? The things that I'm doing right now are to make sure that they can also receive those opportunities or or better opportunities. Yeah,
0: no, I, I, it's kind of like this thing I heard. I think it was on another podcast. Is like uh, when you when you pay, you pay attention, mm. right? Oh, no so, doubt. Yeah, yeah so no doubt. You, you know when you've already invested the time, you invested the money or whatever, right? You're gonna find it, find a way, right? Find a way to make sure that this succeeds, or find a way to make sure you get through it, right? Oh. So, and you know, and I see that a lot of times. For for me, I use student loans. Mm. I didn't, I wasn't expecting anyone else to pay that student loan mm. back except myself. So it made me want to figure out how to finish school, no mm. matter how rough it was for me you know, because I knew I had this loan I need to pay back. So I'm like, okay, I have to get a job after this because I need to, I need to pay this loan back. And so it made me come up with a way, if it wasn't going to be through employment, it's going to be like some kind of creative ideal I had to mm. to make sure I do this. Right. And, and I can tell you, yeah, college or I'll say at a university, it was fun, but then it, it was, it got difficult for me. And, you know, at times I thought I wasn't, you know, college material, but then mm. when you realize that is, it's more to it than just, Going and making A's in class—it's mm. about wanting to finish. It's about having that that enthusiasm about the career that you're about to have, mm. or that motivation to, you know, hey, I'm going to be this person, so I'm going to finish, right? Mm. So that yeah, that that's kind of like how I saw with that, you know, investing what not having enough, like, uh, skin uh, in yeah, the game. yeah, yeah, skin in the game. Yeah, there you go, and yeah. where you're, you're like you're willing to quit. Yeah. I was not, yeah, I was not about to quit. I, I and especially after I made it that far, I you know went to a community college. Mm. And then, you know, dealt with my troubles there. And then I was like, okay, all right, I figured it out. Now I'm going to transfer to a university. And I I was like, I was like, I made it this far. And and everywhere, like, I enjoy the, you know, my university, it wasn't even a big university. But just being around the people being around, like, you know, all the different colleges, the the academics, Mm. you know, the things I mean, I don't know, I was, I was very motivated. So Mm. yeah, that definitely made me not want to quit. And then also you you know what I'm saying, you have people looking up to you, right? I, I had a, I I have a younger sister, and mm. even though she didn't go to the same, you know, university or college I did. But the thing is showing her that this can be done. Mm. Yes, it will be hard, but mm. you still gotta keep pressing through.
1: No, I definitely agree. And and the uh, same with me for college, but even like like military-wise, like in the boot camp. Yeah, right. Like like they're there to break you, right? And 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 mold you. But yeah. <laughs> first, the, the, <laughs> but that those initial portions where they try to break you down and, and I'm not saying it like in a malicious way, but they, they are trying to mold a specific type of person or a a, a specific mentality yeah. in the military, right? <laughs> but when they're breaking you, right, it, it can get pretty hard, like both like, of course, physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever it is. But I remember that my, my parents don't really have a lot of money they, and they never really did. But what happened was that like, my dad had already set like the an airplane ticket because they could only afford for him to come over right for my, for my boot camp graduation. And yeah. I knew I was not going to fail. I was not going to he- get held back. I was going to do everything in my power to make sure I went through boot camp. And same with my schooling, right? There was a finite time for me to finish, right? And I was going to finish in that time. I was not going to get rolled back. I wasn't going to waste my parents' money and their time to come out and and i guess celebrate me but to actually you know see what their return on investment is for me of course for raising me and for me that that really pushed me and helped me granted i was in a it was high stress but you know you kind of it's not like you get used to it but you kind of just take it more often and, I, and i'm sorry i'm not really good with words but oh, uh, no.
0: yeah i mean because yeah you're trying to get learn how to be comfortable with being uncomfortable in that, in that there sense. Right. Yeah, yeah. Cause like, yeah, for me, you yeah, the same thing. It, you know, it's a high stress environment, but I had, I had my mind set on a certain thing. I was trying to get my life together and that was that point where I had lost my job. And mm. basically at that point I was working two jobs mm. trying to um, get, you know, well, before I went in, you know, mm. uh, so I was trying to, you know, get my, my, my life back together. Uh, when I saw opportunity, because one I needed to pay back the student loans, I saw mm. opportunity to go into the military and they were giving me what I wanted. They were giving me a job. And then uh, I didn't know about the little small bonus. It, it, it is what it is with that one. But mm. like the the overall amount of money for the student loan payment was like sixty five thousand. Right. So they mm. would pay up to sixty five thousand on my loans. I think at the time, I think I did. Oh, about 65, 65 because I, I actually went to another university because I was trying to do another degree. And, uh, that didn't go through, had all these different things going on in my life. So, you know, things were falling through. I, I wasn't doing what I was supposed to. And, but I still had to pay this stuff back. Mm. And, uh, and that's why, uh, you know, I'm appreciative of the military because it, it did, it, it kind of helped me with that, uh, learning how to deal with stress mm. learn. And it, it taught me that some of my problems weren't that I wasn't motivated. It was that I didn't know how to handle the pressure of a motivated person mm. because you as you as you become as you become an ambitious person you're going to have certain roadblocks you're going to have certain people that that don't fit into your life anymore you you're, you're always going to something is always going to get in your way right you you just kind of like learn how to push through fight through keep going yeah. and yeah. Uh, the military once i got you know in in that, into the military basically that's what it taught me you can use this ambition you can use this energy you can keep keep going you can fight through the stress Plus Mm. one, they won't let you, they won't let you quit. They're going to break (laughs) you down, build you back up and tell you, you can't quit. You signed a contract. So you, 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 you've learned that other piece, right? Not to quit to keep, keep going to be this tenacious person
1: yeah because uh, so, you, you have an obligation right yeah and yeah. that's gonna be another podcast right is respecting your obligations right because you have an obligation like you said for the military you have an obligation because you sign a contract right yeah but you, have, you also have an obligation to your family right yep. to your kids to your employer right so but that, that, like i said that's gonna be another another topic yeah yeah
0: yeah i know we don't have to go to, go yeah. too deep in that one yet yeah. but yeah i mean you know, the, the, the thing, too, if you don't put a little bit more time than you, then you're the person that's, take you know, that's interested in helping you, you know, mm-hmm. like your mentor, right? That mentor can get burnt out, you yeah. know, and in me personally, how that that, that situation affects me. Is, you know, how the, the Army, because mm. I'm you know, I'm Army, U.S. Army, and uh, the leadership a lot of times are forced to take an interest in their soldiers or, mm. you know what I'm saying, or as they like to say, the, the junior enlisted or the mm. uh, the junior officers, right? So mm. whatever their leadership is, it's kind of m- more known that they're supposed to take, you know, interest in them and help them out and help them get to where they need to go, mm. you know, and it depends on your the size of your, you know, unit, squad, whatever, right? You know, yeah. you may have to spend more attention to one, you know, more than the other, because mm. some some they get it, they get that, they understand mm. that, you know, time is being invested in me. I'm gonna use the best of my time, right? Mm. And some the others they don't get it. They like you put all this time into them, and they still they're not mentally ready, right? Mm. Yeah. So like you know, I had a I had a soldier. We, we used to get up like five in the morning to go work out because I wanted her to get to uh, work on time. Mm. Her appointments would uh also affect PT time mm. and so it, she had appointments like super early where she would uh it would only take her to where it's time to come to work yeah so I came up with the solution hey let's just get up a little bit earlier hey she she agreed and was you know I guess excited because I was actually taking the interest and mm. and how I you know explained to her what was happening is we we are forming a relationship. No, it's mm. not an intimate relationship. It's not anything. like right. right that, Right. No, no right. dating. But well, we're forming a relationship where we we understand, hey, this is what we're doing. Right. Mm. We're we're trying to get you prepared where you don't you know, you're not ready to get out of the military or, you know, you're you're trying to push forward and move to the next level. Mm. So, you know, as I'm doing this and uh, waking up every morning, we had conversations. She was a mature person, so it was easy to have conversations with her. So. We uh, we work out the hour we're supposed to work out, and sometimes our workouts end up turning out better because mm. when you do normal regular PT with the unit, you have to do all this other stuff to go along with it. These prep mm. drills and all this, you know, all the things because it it's it's part of the regulation. Yeah. But when you you when you're off on your own, you can go like, okay, let's stretch for five minutes, you know, what I'm saying get a quick warm up and then boom, take off running or mm. or or break into uh, hits exercises or whatever, right? Mm. So like you, you know, you yeah, you you get more time into it, but there's more time that I'm spent with this person doing these things, making sure that they're gonna succeed in their their career. But then I in my mind, she had a hidden agenda, you know, which was fine. I'm okay with it because I'm I'm an advocate. If you're ready to move to the next level, go to the next level, if you're ready to step off of whatever this is you're on now and and go into a whole nother path. I'm like, yeah, hey, hey go for it. So it, it would be nice to know up front that. In reality, she really wanted to get out. Right. And and that's that's the reason why a lot of times when I counsel her, I counsel her on life and counsel her on with on military because I kind of I was starting to pick it up. you know, Before, yeah, but it it actually, you know, I think she wasn't the the main reason why I was ready to get out. Mm -hmm. But or, you know, she was kind of more of like the the icing on the cake Mm because I've had other soldiers. It's the same thing. Yeah. Where they are. They're not mentally there. Mm. They they just they're going through the motions mm. to like to get it, get whatever's done. Because yeah. uh, when I was in Germany, I had, had soldiers. They could not uh, pass a PT test mm. and I could not understand why, especially when they look healthy. And yeah. right. And so that's when I know it is mental. So I spent mm. the same thing, spend this time, take them on five mile runs mm. uh, or go out to the field and we do nothing, but hit exercises or. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Basically just, you know, full out, pushing yeah. hard, right? Yeah. And, you know, that takes a toll on the body. And that it takes does. a toll on, uh, yeah. But, it, and, you know, pulling it back in as being the mentor, right? As the coach, this extra energy that's put out, it kind of makes you wonder, right? Okay, should I be pushing this energy off to my family? All right. Or should I keep pushing this energy off on people who have these hidden agendas? Yeah. That right there made it where I had to start to make a decision. mm Hey, where do I want to spend my energy? Do I want to spend my energy helping my family, pushing my family? Because mm. this same enthusiasm that I, that I have to mentor, you know, these soldiers or whoever, right? Whoever mm. wants the information from me, mm. then I should uh, probably start to for, you know, kind of tr- transition more over to my family because i was Mm. like hey i got young kids and i want i want them to be groomed up right because it did teach me something by helping you know young individuals try to get to where they want to be because that that meant that a lot of times the the mentality is built at home yes that that culture that you have at home right that 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 teaches you hey you're supposed to invest more time in yourself than the person Mm. that's helping you yeah yeah
1: yeah i I definitely agree And i think if you're not exposed to it at a younger age because you're more impressionable impressionable, yeah. Jesus, Yeah, at a younger age, right, then you, you may never fully understand it, right? Or you may have to go through it, like, like how you said, where you were pouring into these people, and uh, especially like your junior enlisted, and they weren't being reciprocal with it, or they nothing was coming out of it. Right. Yeah. And the, the way I put it is that like, people plant a lot of seeds, right, but not all seeds grow. Right. But you're still putting that time, that effort, you're still watering, you're still nurturing that seed yeah. as much as you can. But then it, it can become demoralizing when that seed, nothing comes into fruition from that seed for for whatever reason.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, that Yeah. So I guess we should start to kind of taper on down because this is. Yeah. No, this is yeah. a really good topic because uh, I know we could keep going. But uh, well, yeah, we're going to start transitioning to our uh, our frugal and cheap segment yeah. now. This is something that I know some people think about or or talk about, right? Or make a big deal about, because I've seen it on articles where they go like, hey, this such and such, it just tipped this amount of money, right? Yeah. Right. So we'll put this under the, the cheap and frugal. Only tipping a couple of dollars at a restaurant, right? Oh, is, that che- is that cheap or frugal? Which one do you, that, which one?
1: <laughs> that is definitely cheap. And the, and the reason why I say it's cheap and it's kind of, kind of a theme with this is that you're, these people are working hard.
0: Yeah. Right. And, and I'm not
1: saying like, they're doing the most laborous things, but as a person that has been a server at, and has been in like a service type of industry, yeah, they definitely deserve more than what they're getting paid. So for me, a minimum is twenty percent, right, or five bucks, right. Yeah. Like if I'm only getting a couple things, right, and it's not necessarily like five bucks isn't like the twenty percent or is more than the twenty percent, then I'm gonna give them five bucks, right. But no, I typically tip twenty percent. Now I will say. That is, if they are serving me, if they are delivering something to me. But if I have to pick it up and they just hand me a bag, yeah, <laughs> I'm not tipping that. Yeah, I'm not tipping that because that's not the same. Like they're not providing any additional service than, than just standing behind a counter. But if they're interacting with you, if they're taking your order, if they're refilling your drinks, like yeah. And the thing is, I do twenty percent even if it's bad service. Like yeah. I don't care, right? It's of it's about being a blessing right to others right and and the blessing and again, i'm not a religious person but the the overall blessing is that you can be a blessing right is to be in the the position to be a blessing so if you can't tip 20 percent, then you shouldn't be there yeah right like you, you shouldn't like i don't care how much it is right if it's a if it's a bougie restaurant if it's a uh just a regular restaurant if you can't tip 20 percent, don't be there and i think i can't remember who it was It might've been like 50. It might've been like Rick Ross or something, but they were like, man, if you can't buy two of them, then you can't afford it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) No, that's a, that that is a good way to look at things for yeah, restaurant wise though. It it does uh, depend on the service. Yeah. For sure. But then that's one of those things. I still end up giving them 20%. Right. I remember this guy, he, uh, he looked so lazy, man. It's like, you could tell this job was just something to do. Right. Like he come out, he just grab one little thing, stroll out to the table and go back. And then like, so at the end, when I saw how slow he was like do- at doing things, not slow in other ways, but slow as in speed wise. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Right? laughs> so, yeah, basically, I end up writing him. So I tipped him. Right. Yeah. So they can't ever say go like, oh, yeah, he was just trying to be cheap anyway. He just found ways not to do it. No, I wrote him a note on the back of the receipt that I tipped Mm. the money. So he had no choice but to look at it and had to turn it in because that's how it works at restaurants, right? You have to turn in that slip that you have so you can get your money and they can count it at the end of the day, right? (laughs) So Uh, I left a note going down that that thing telling him how to, I gave him a a true tip, uh, the receipt. So mm. like he couldn't say that he didn't get a tip, right? So he got money tip and he got an actual written tip. So I would. Hey, I was, uh, I was serious about this. I I was kind of (laughs) heated and my wife. (laughs) She was like, she was like, you know, laughing at me and stuff. Like, you know, you know, you know, why am I so upset? But I'm like, dude is lazy. Like you can tell. like this, this is, this it's not what I was used to. Right. I'm used to like, you're, you're kind of hustling. Everybody I was around when I was at a restaurant was hustling. They were flipping tables and they were trying to make, make sure everything is, you know, uh, done. And Hey, Mm -hmm. let me get this customer out of here. So I get my next one. Because, Hey, you were a Like, I think at the time it was like $2 and 15 cents an hour. Yeah, okay. So everything you do is on tips and you still got to tip the bar and you still got to tip the bus boy and, you know, or, or girl or whatever. And I think you, you, you might have to tip the host too, you know, it yeah. just depends. And uh, yeah, so I was, yeah, no, I was, I was on it. I was trying to make sure, you know, stuff was done and the people I was around, they like, made sure stuff was done. So when I see this guy, I'm like. No, this is offensive right here. This is offensive. I don't like this. So yeah, I would say if you uh, don't, you you tip only because you're you can't afford to be at the restaurant. Yeah, you're being cheap. You should probably yeah, yeah you should probably cook at home. And yeah. and I mean honestly, it's a better it's better time spent with people, and your mm-hmm. money is is spent a lot better when you cook at home anyway. A lot of times when we go out to eat, it's just to do something different. It's it's just to hey no cooking no cooking today you know let's take a break from cooking let's let's go out hang out why you know talk amongst each other see the people stuff like that Uh, you know yeah so that's how i see going out to restaurants and if you can't afford yeah you you probably should stay at home which yeah yeah, like i said better
1: money well spent if you stay at home yeah and we're not saying that like people that necessarily can't afford to go out and and tip that they they can't have that enjoyable time with people. Like you said, like cooking at home, having that, uh, you know, just experience with others. That still is meaningful and, and still as powerful as, you know, going out for a few drinks. Right. Cause like alcohol is, uh, cheaper at a liquor store. Right. You can yeah. have it at your place. You can yeah. get as belligerent as you want. Right. But or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, man, I, at least it's just like my thinking is that I, I never liked going out and then not being able to tip. Like it was just, it hurt because like I said, I was also in the service industry, right? I also had a job where I was working for tips. So I never wanted to be on the other side of it, not giving a tip. Right. And honestly, when I was younger, like I, at that time I wasn't in a service industry where I needed, needed money. But so I was like always grateful for tips, but I never like expected them. Right. Whether I gave good service or or and and in my opinion i i tended to give decent or good service but right if if they were willing to tip and the amount they tipped that that was up to them right i was not reliant on that income at the time so but it, it is different right when you're when you're dealing with someone's income and and they are reliant on that income to to live to survive right it's important that you compensate them properly
0: that is yeah definitely definitely so yes (laughs) <laughs> definitely cheap if you don't tip you know it, it it it's more it i guess it's more of a uh an attitude right it's something yeah. that you do you're like you're like hey i don't you know i don't like the cheat uh i don't like the tip of you know if they don't do a certain thing you know mm. stuff like that but it, but that, in reality, that wasn't
1: the agreement that wasn't the agreement it, it, right? exactly yeah the but, Agreement is that you they served you they they came into work they did what they were supposed to do Right. I get it. Like if they're spilling stuff on you, blah, 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 whatever it is. Right. If they're giving you incredibly bad service and you're not going to like dicks or something. Right. And they're giving you uh, bad service. <laughs> yeah. Then, then, yeah, don't still yeah. tip them. But, you know, do what Craig said, you know, give them a little note. Right. Because like like you <laughs> said, they're obli- obligated to, to hand that in for them to receive that tip uh, from the drawer. So, Yeah. So yeah, they will see that. They'll definitely see that the tip. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, All right, you want to uh, close this on out?
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I got you. Well, that was a, that was a good topic. Yeah. Right. So, no. uh, thank you everyone for listening. This is Jay and Craig signing off for Troubleshooting Life Podcast. We'll see you next week. All right. See you next week.